0: Captain's Log. Episode 45. This week's episode of the Beer BeerVengers podcast is sponsored by Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, located at 35-11 Ditmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens. Check out their lunch specials and happy hours every Tuesday through Friday. Enjoy the eclectic array of craft beer, artisanal cheeses, and specialty grocery items at Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars, home bar to yours truly, Captain Porter Brown Stout. This week, Beer Wonder and the Captain have a couple or three memorable beers, return to some old haunts, discover some new ones, and take an even deeper dive into the current state of pandemic etiquette. When you go out, and you're in doubt, just remember this handy acronym, WWBWD. What would Beer Wonder do? Remember to like, star, and subscribe whenever that feels appropriate. And send us your emails at thebeervengers@gmail.com at gmail.com if you have any questions, suggestions, or if you just like hearing us talk about you on the show. And now, without further ado, please enjoy episode 45, Beer and Empathy. Well, we're the Beer, 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 Beer We're the Beervengers. Welcome to the BeerCast, everyone. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Astoria, Queens, I am Captain Porter Brownstout.
1: And coming to you from an undisclosed location in the County of Kings, it is I, the Beer Wonder.
0: And we are... The The Beer... Revengers. Hey, that was nice and crisp. That's right. We're the Beer Avengers. You're the Beer Avengers. We're all Beer Avengers, unless you don't want to be, in which case, uh, you know, stick around. Maybe you will if you, if you, if you. That's, if that's it,
1: a you issue. That's what we call the you issue.
0: It is. It is. But, you know, I'm not, I, we want this to be an inclusive atmosphere. So if you're, if you're, if you're not inclined to be a Beer Avenger, try and keep an open mind and listen to it. And maybe you will be by the end of the episode. Uh, how you doing today, Beer Wonder?
1: Oh, I'm good. You know, it is 2.15 in the afternoon, uh, so it is decidedly a day-drinking episode today.
0: Decidedly Um, day-drinking with Captain of the Beer Wonder, yes.
1: Exactly. Uh, I'm doing great. It is a toasty day out there. I don't know if you've been outside today into the world.
0: I I, I have. I, I, I went outside because I'm a masochist. I went outside deliberately to go somewhere else to sweat.
1: Oh, I went to my local
0: unpleasant. gym. Yeah.
1: Ah, well, that's I guess that's smart. Uh, and uh, I, I had to wind up going into work at one of, or one of the places where I work uh, required my uh, att- attendance and assistance this morning. So I was sweating it out outdoors briefly uh, before I came to do to hang out with you. So I am deeply in need of a beer. It sounds like we both sweated our way to a beer today already. I, I,
0: I think so. And of course, once we start the show, I, I'm always sweating more, especially when it's like <laughs> this, because I have to turn off the air conditioner to because that's how much I care about our listeners. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. We, 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 have a, we have a great show to get to, uh, sort of a look into what uh, what our world is, our evolving uh, uh, pandemic world and mm-hmm. uh, et cetera. Um, but before we do all of that, yes, let's definitely let let us get to the pores.
1: Well, Captain, I know you have a very special pour that you picked up this week that you're excited about. So it would only be polite if you went first.
0: Oh, that's very kind of you, Beer Wonder. That's, uh it's it's, it's 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 it's. I'm glad you still uh, remain our barometer of politeness here. Uh, it would be chaos otherwise. Yeah, before I get to my specific pour, uh, I want to have a brief mention to our sponsor, Story Beer and Cheese Ditmars. They they give us uh, our sponsorship deal. They give us uh, some wonderful beers. We can't get all of them in the show. So I want to mention some of the ones they've given to me recently that I may or may not feature on a future show, but I want you aware of them uh, in case you're in there and you're looking for something good. This is a really unique one I'm looking forward to trying from Edmund's Oast. Uh, it's the, it's a, Extra special, special Sichuan. Ooh.
1: Um,
0: it is a uh, an English style with Sichuan peppercorns added. Oh, no idea what that's gonna mountain. taste like, but uh really excited to find out. The other one is from our old friend Collective Arts. Uh, it is a rainbow sherbet sour with no less than four different fruits in it. Uh it's got raspberry, pineapple, key lime, and orange puree. So looking Holy forward to giving that salad, one. Salad, Captain. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but I couldn't resist having this next one here on the show. I, I took a trip to Red Hook, which we'll be getting to more details of later. And I visited the six point brewery and, uh, I don't know. I couldn't quite figure out when this was brewed. Cause I can't find it sold anywhere, but the brewery right now. Uh, but it is the Coquito cowboy. Ooh. Now Coquito is sort of, uh, it is, is as far as you can tell, it's sort of, uh, uh, known as the, uh, Puerto Rican eggnog. Um, okay. so it's, it's a sort of a holiday drink. This one is, uh, it's aged in rum barrels, uh, and uh, and it also has some coconut, cardamom, vanilla, and uh, and also I believe there's nutmeg in here. That's right, Belgian babe. There's nutmeg in here as well. Mm. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's crack this open and see what we got.
1: Beautiful. Well, you know, nutmeg always adds that little extra special something. There we go. Beautiful crack right there. And. Okay. All right. So nice. So dark. Wow. Oh yeah. Like pitch black. um Looks like you're getting good head growth, and it does look like it's fairly heavily carbonated. Lots of bubbles in there. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 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 uh, it's a subtle, but but definitely head that's there doesn't stick mm. around for too long.
1: No. It's it's but it looks beautiful, especially beautiful in that Astoria beer and cheese glass right there. Of course. <laughs> Naturally. Um, well, you know, I, I know that, that you you called out some of your uh, your recent gifts from our sponsor uh, today. However, I am drinking a sponsored pour a sponsored
0: pour from Astoria Beer and Cheese Ditmars at 35-11 Dittmars Boulevard in Astoria, Queens.
1: I know the shock, the shock to everyone. But I'm very, I'm actually very excited about this one. This takes me back to an earlier episode, times gone by, almost a whole different world from where we are now, because I am drinking a beer from that mysterious land called Wisconsin. Oh, my. You may remember I did some field reporting from there. Now, this,
0: yes, that was an exciting episode.
1: It was. It was. There was such cheese, Um, but uh, this beer uh, is actually a very comes from a very very historic brewery. It's from the Potosi Brewery, um, which has got a really terrific history, and it's their Rosa Stefel beer. Ooh, Rosa Stefel. It is a grapefruit hefeweizen. Mm. So I am excited to try this one and see how this goes. It does. It feels appropriate for day drinking in late summer, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's certainly more so than my 15.4% holiday beer.
1: <laughs> well, yes, I mean, you know, but but to each their own. There's, Absolutely. Many people would argue that it is always stout season. Many people, I, I, I would
0: also... be at the forefront of that argument. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, let's take a look at this one here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Very juicy there. Very Crispy hazy and, and juicy. Light. Yeah,
1: tiny little bubbles. There is a decent amount of head that is uh, is being produced, and it does seem to be kind of sticking around a little bit longer. And I already get those like clove and banana notes right off the nose. It is a uh, delicious, delicious looking and smelling beer.
0: Very good. All right. Well, now that we uh, now that we have these well in hand, cheers, Beer Wonder.
1: Cheers. Lovely to be day drinking with you as always.
0: You as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. That is, mm. this is actually, I, I will confess, uh, as soon as I got this home the other day, I, mm-hmm. I well, I had to, since it was a little, little bit of a distance coming home from Red Hook, I had to yes. chill it, chill it for a bit, but I had one, and this is the third one I've had this week. Uh, Cause it's just, it's, it's so good. Um, it's, and it's, so you, you know, honestly, some experience. I have had some experience, but unlike some of the, like the, I always go back to the first first real serious high ABV bourbon barrel stout I had, which is one of the, the Goose Island Bourbon Counties, mm-hmm. um, and that was one where I could barely, you know, an eight ounce pour seemed to still seems like a good good for that one. But it was like yeah. first time I had that one, I'm like this this is going to take me a while to drink. Mm-hmm. It was like syrup. I mean, it was very very good, but it was like wow, a lot a lot of lot going on there and very bold, which I've gotten a little more, uh, accustomed to, but this one is, it's, it definitely is thick. It's, it's, it's boozy. I can taste that rum. I can taste some of those, the, the coconut and, uh, cardamom and nutmeg, all that, all that. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it doesn't specifically remind me of some holiday seasons, but I can see how it, uh, how it fits in there. I think, didn't Gun Hill have one that was based on a similar thing about a year ago?
1: Yeah, they did have one that was sort of that like Puerto Rican holiday beer, mm-hmm. uh, you know, appropriate to the sort of the neighborhood and some of the residents who might be living near there be, you know, pr- picking up their beers. I recall drinking that one. I think it was actually at your place during one of your uh That
0: adventures. Gun Hill?
1: Maybe. Uh, was it that one? or?
0: I, you know, I, th- I think I I don't recall seeing it until last year and I recall never actually getting no. my hands on one.
1: Uh, but uh, uh, then I'll, I'll be honest. Those evenings at your place do tend to get a little bit hazy for me. You're welcome. but um well so this one is actually quite lovely but before we get into the beer itself i do want to talk about a potoski uh, potosi excuse me p-o-t-o-s-i brewing company because uh they are a brewing company that actually dates all the way back to 1852 so they are pretty historic very early brewery in Wisconsin, and they became the fifth largest brewery and wound up at one point distributing coast to coast and were one of the breweries that did manage to survive Prohibition. Unfortunately, the sort of creativity and, and uniqueness about their beer did not do well in post-Prohibition America because they closed in 1972. Wow. um however um the potosi brewery foundation which was a nonprofit, uh reopened the brewery in 2008 um and if you go to the brewery you get a couple fun things not only of course is there beer to you know in a beer garden and a restaurant and all that stuff but they also have um, the national brewery museum and the great river road interpretive center so it's sort of like a Historical educational initiatives, stories of brewing, and it is uh, a not-for-profit brewery. So the brewery's mission is to put all of their profits uh, back into supporting historical and educational-based initiatives and charitable causes. So it's like the ultimate in charity brewing. And if you are you know caught the name Rosa Stiefel translates to pink boots because this is their pink boots beer.
0: Oh great! Oh that's mm-hmm. that, that's fantastic. That's yeah. a, certainly certainly a much better uh, and, and nuanced name than the one we mentioned last week.
1: <laughs> yes, very bless true. Bless their hearts. Exactly. Uh, bless, yeah. bless it so much. So I figured, like, well, that, that's going to help cleanse our palates a little bit. I think um, so. But, yeah, and this is a collaboration uh, brew that they've done. Um, uh, it's made with the Brew Pipeline, Potosi, as well as the Pink Boot Society. Um, and it was made in March for International Women's Month, but it really tastes good right now. And strangely what i'm mostly getting from this is actually the grapefruit okay it's 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 very much a grapefruit forward beer i definitely get the wheat characteristics i definitely get the sort of fullness that you get that it's got a nice cloudiness to it um the aromas are pretty great but really it's like it's, it tastes like i'm drinking a grapefruit drinking grapefruit juice and it also happens to have a beer involved so i'm I'm loving this. This is the perfect. It's way too hot outside. I need to cool down. Beer, um, I, I, and it's only four point five percent, so you could have a lot of it.
0: It's it's really interesting to me the, the way that uh, uh, some fruit adjuncts more than others really have that tendency to dominate.
1: Yes, where it's like very it, much it is. So. It is
0: a grapefruit beer first. It's a hefeweizen second. Right. I mean, I've even had some some stouts where where there's like I remember. Oh, was, I think it was one I uh, got a torching crown that had a strawberry in it. And it was like, yes, it was it was very good. But it, like it tasted like a chocolate covered strawberry with the emphasis yeah. on the strawberry.
1: <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's fruit can be sort of over overpowering. But this one, I don't know. It just it doesn't it, it's not cloying. It's just nice. Mm-hmm. It's just very yeah. juicy and nice. I could see this being an excellent gateway beer for people who are a little bit uh, hesitant like this one. It's almost like it feels almost Rattler style to me, you know, where it's got that like mix of juice uh, in there to kind of cut everything. But it's just real good, real refreshing. Also, Excellent. when I was looking at their distribution, I, I want to give a major high five to our friends at Astoria Beer and Cheese because um, it was only initially available in eight states, including Wisconsin, Minnesota, Colorado, Utah, California, Pennsylvania, Florida, and Nebraska. You'll notice that Gotham is not there. Yeah. So... Excellent work getting this one, because um, it's not the kind of thing I think we would have come across.
0: Does it say anything before. there on the can as to whether it says where that what their associations are, whether it's with? It doesn't sound like that'll be one that we, you'd see with twelve percent, but uh.
1: Uh, no, I mean it's it's uh, it says a portion of every sale of this juicy grapefruit hefeweizen goes towards the Pink Boot Society scholarship program to assist, inspire, and encourage women beer professionals through education. Huh? And that's just just lovely, just well, great. I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm Burger glad we got their, their hands up flavors.
0: Yeah, because I noticed like something like for instance when I had the one uh, the the Brazilian women uh, yes. which uh, uh, yes. that they are they're based in Brazil but the reason we get it here is because they're bottling some they're canning some batches of it in uh, at Great South oh, Bay. Oh yeah,
1: no, I, it does appear that the I mean brew pipeline might be a reason that it gets out here, but at least their initial run was not meant to to necessarily meet meet us all the way here. So I'm glad I'm glad yes. we yeah.
0: Glad we have a, And, great, we hands and
1: great job to uh, to Rick over to Story of Beer and Cheese.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Now I've just realized I should probably read the little blurb on the back. It's just funny the way they do these things. Uh, for the Coquito Cowboy, it says, uh, "Easy there, partner. You ever had Coquito mm. before? Our brewer Chris Mercedes shot from the hip to bring you this holiday coconut nog. Okay, that's enough questions out of you, tough guy. That's that's the Coquito <laughs> Cowboy talking. Yes, I guess I, that's his I do voice.
1: Love- I do love beer, uh, beer descriptions and beer text. Yeah. Sometimes they, you know, they really do take it over the edge, especially, you know, after last week's adventures in beer drinking.
0: Oh uh, boy. Yeah. Came, it was funny. Yeah. Cause I, I, I didn't, I, I will say I didn't realize when we were doing that show, I, I guess this is sort of a pre-huck up, huck up or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, I didn't realize that white boy summer was a song.
1: Oh, or a rap
0: song is like, yeah, it's like, uh, and I'm not even going to mention the guy's name because you can Google it and find it yourself. I don't think you should get any more attention than he needs to, but, uh, a, a, a young man who is the, uh, who is the son of a famous celebrity who has had COVID, who is an Mm -hmm. anti-vaxxer, uh, wrote the rap white boy summer.
1: More reason, more reason for us to hate on that beer. More reason for us to be take re- reclaiming that re- disgustingness. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, not, re- hate on the beer. Hate on the song. Love the beer. Hate the song. I don't know. I'm trying. You're doing. You're doing,
0: well. you're doing well. You're doing well. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's basically the song is not uh, the beer is not made there to support the song. It is to Correct. mock the yes. song, yes. and the whole notion well, and, of the uh, yeah. But uh and aren't
1: we lucky that we live in a, a time when we can brew beers to mock people?
0: Yeah, I I I absolutely. I mean what was? I think we that's been part of our mission statement. I hate that word. Uh part of our goal, our aim, our creed uh from yes. the beginning, uh from uh you know, from the first opening statements of our first episode to yeah. uh as soon as when I had our anarchist jurisdiction beer from mm-hmm. uh from uh Big Alice. Um, wow, this beer is, it's so good, and I'm, but I am really feeling the effects of that 15%, and I've, it's got that real warmness in my chest in a good Ooh, way. Good. I know we don't want to be any warmer than you are since we're so sweaty with this hot August weather, but this is a, such, this is a warmth that doesn't, it, it's not unwelcome.
1: No, well, I mean, sometimes there's that good, good warmth that comes from our favorite beers. Um, That said, it has been a hot one here in Gotham City. And I know that you and I have been uh, adjusting to the new reality of what it means to be a beer drinker in our fair Gotham. Uh, And a lot of big changes have happened. I mean, from when when folks will be listening to this within the last week. Um, New York City, Gotham City. Has uh, finally enacted their requirement that anyone who is in an indoor eating or drinking establishment, uh, public one, so restaurants, bars and whatnot, uh, if they wish to sit indoors, they are required to present f- proof of full vaccination. No partial right. vaccination, and, no nothing.
0: And generally speaking, that includes not only uh, a proof of the vaccination, but also a photo ID, making sure that the names match. Yes, so correct. so basically, you know, if you have if you have your vaccination card and your driver's license, you're good to go. If you have yep. your uh, Excelsior pass and your driver's license or some other like, for instance, I'm uh, the first time I they weren't requiring it that day. I didn't realize this. I said the last time they were doing it on, on the 16th, uh, which mm-hmm. would have been this past Monday. But actually, it's the se- it was the 17th. But oh, I went okay. to my gym on the 16th. And right away, I said, hey, have you guys figured out yet how you're doing this? And I said, no, we're working through it. And I said, well, if I show you it now, can you just have me on file? So Because every time I go to my gym, I have to show a photo ID that to scan me in that I'm there. Sure, right. And that so I was able to just, okay, here's my proof of vaccination. They saw that. So now every time I scan in, they already have that information. So that's that's recurring. Uh, and then the same day, yeah, I, w- I went to several places that day uh one of where I met you at um yes. and, and 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 this was at, since this was the day before it's going to affect I I'm not going to you know however anyone was doing it is fine uh we were we tried to meet at the pony bar um yes and this is sort of an, another side thing of not only the world we're in with uh with uh how we're dealing with with who gets inside and who doesn't but also that 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 we are still dealing with staffing issues. Uh it's it's being really hard on a lot of businesses to to really keep things fully staffed. Um and a lot of people are just choosing to be open fewer days of the week. And I discovered mm-hmm. uh much to my chagrin, I didn't do my proper research that the pony bar, mm-hmm. just like a story beer and cheese Dittmars, are they they're they're choosing to utilize their current staff as well as they can by by only being open six days a week. Uh, so, so they were closed, uh, so we'll have to go back there soon on a Tuesday through Sunday, somewhere yes. in that well, realm.
1: Monday is a traditional dark day for uh, food establishments and restaurants. So, yeah. Yes. So I feel like that makes sense. I mean, you know, theaters and whatnot. But um, but I, so I'm curious, you know, I, I know we talked a little bit about this last week. But in terms of direct impact on your life, besides the places that we went together and your gym, where have you seen this starting to to creep up in places? Have you started to be asked for, you know, proof of vaccination a little bit more? What is it? How has it been impacting you?
0: Well, the interesting thing for me is, like, I'm so hyper aware of it and so hyper wanting to make their job easy that uh, I, 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 I I've not often been. Asked, because I've I, I found out already. <laughs> mm. uh, one was the place we met at the other night, because uh, yes, I had to give true. you some of the sponsored pours. And we met at uh, J.G. Mellon, where I was going to meet some people, because uh, we are going through a list of uh, forming a, a, a tentative. I, I'm not going to say tentative. Hopefully, we'll manage to do it. But, man, it's like a two-year project. <laughs> we found a, a list of the best burgers in the city. And uh-huh. we're going to try and do it month to month. Um, and so I was there for that. And I met you there. gave you some of your sponsored pours. Um, and that place was the most vigilant place I've seen a day before they had to. Yes. Well, I can
1: imagine they were attempting to work out some of the kinks because they, they certainly were like trying to figure it out, at least for me. I don't know how it went down for you.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is like, I was so prepared because you sent me a text in advance. So talk about what it was like for you when you went in there.
1: Well, so I showed up, I had been working with a group that I have worked with now for about eight to 10 months, uh, located on the Upper East Side. Uh, And so I was heading down to meet the captain. And when I showed up, again, uh, my mind was that the next day was when everything sort of got there. So I show up and I was met at the door by a young man in a mask who was sort of like, like sort of using his body to block the door. And so I walked up to him and I said, "Oh, hi!" And he said, "Hey, do you have? A, are you coming here for dinner?" And I said, "Oh no, I'm meeting a friend. I think my friend is in there because uh, I hadn't quite seen you yet there." Um, and I said, "I think we're just going to have a drink at the bar." And he said, "Okay." And he waited, and I was like, "Cool, do I get to go in?" And he said, "I do need to see your vaccination pass." And that for me was a very exciting moment because I was like, "Oh yes." Please, can we all ask for this anytime you want? Like, let's pull it out. So I Absolutely, pulled out my cell yeah. pass. I pulled out my, on my phone, I pulled out my ID. He quickly checked it. And then he let me go in, uh, reminding me specifically that their policies requested that if you were not seated at the bar or at a table or wherever, that you had a mask on at any time when you were in the space. So it was like... I, I a part of me felt really bad for him because it was clear that, like, he was still trying to figure out the confidence to, to do this and to, like, block people and stop them before they get in there to check their IDs and to make sure that it's all done. Um, but he was certainly gaining confidence doing it. And I'm hoping that you know, people were being effusive in their, you know, praise and thanks for that to sort of make him feel more confident in the work that he was doing. Um, so of course, when that happened for me, I immediately texted you, um, mostly out of glee, to let you know that they were checking uh, vaccination status as you came into um, into the bar.
0: Yeah, for me, the trickiest part of it, I mean, I was happy to do it. Uh, and I was I was doing my best to be prepared for it. And I realized how difficult it is because I'm walking the streets without a mask. Because all the all, all the reports we've had so far say it's pretty much unless you're in a in a densely packed area, it mm-hmm. is safe to be outside maskless. Uh, so they were in d- addition to doing those things. This is something I don't think anyone's requiring, but it's fine if they want to do it. I'm I'll, I'll like I said, like I said before, whatever you want to do in your business, I will follow those rules. It's fine, of course. Um, and what they were doing was. You have to wear a mask when you're not seated, which was, right. is something some people were doing before. I understand why some people are going back to that. Uh, but it was a little tricky. So I'm like, I, I figured if they're doing that. Well, the person who I'm showing my stuff to probably wants me to be masked. So I was trying to, with my two hands, get out my uh, Excelsior pass on my phone, my ID from my wallet. And my mask to put on my face. And so there was a, mm. there, there wasn't, didn't quite have enough hands to make that work the most uh best way it could. But I, I managed it. We did it. It's fine. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, it was, but, I mean, but the bar I'd been to before, uh I actually, because I didn't realize it wasn't officially going into place on Tuesday. I, I, but I did ask at the door, like, do you need to see my proof? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I just want to just get, to get that out of the way up front everywhere I go now. Uh, right because I don't want anyone to feel awkward about asking me for it.
1: Right. I mean, I think it's going to take a little bit of proactivity on the part of people who are looking to engage in indoor eating or drinking to sort of be a little bit more like, hey, here's my thing, you know, uh, to help everyone out. Um, And, you know, my concern, of course, continues to be who's going to be the I mean, our our theme from last week, which was don't be a dick. that's going to be the real issue with this. I think in, in New York is that, you know, we, we certainly, I think as, as a majority of New Yorkers do look out for each other, but there's going to be your random asshole who wants to make a a stink and they're just going to ruin someone's day or worse.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I was thinking as I was editing last week's show, uh, about, uh, you know, I, I am, uh, agnostic slash atheist somewhere on that spectrum. But I also think there's a lot of wonderful, uh when you get away from the, who you hate, I, I don't right. take that in the, but I think the Bible has a lot of uh interesting. The, the one thing that I think is the best takeaway from that is what is always cited as the golden rule. And in right. the most popular English translations, because let's remember the Bible wasn't even, written in English by the time we got it, it was like at least three times translated. Uh, But the one that we know of is do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Yeah. Um, And I think don't be a dick is a good distillation of that. (laughs) I think if someone were writing the contemporary vernacular of, uh, of, of, of the Bible, they would say, and Jesus said unto them, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't yes. be a dick. It's it's like it's really like so we can all, we're all trying to just coexist together. If we want to treat each other as we would like to be treated, don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was also interesting because of the places I'd been to. I think mm-hmm. it's just because JG Mellon is right there on kind of a thoroughfare. They yeah. seem busier than any place that I had been. Right. And so, and, and and the staffs did seem a little bit stressed about exactly how, and I'm glad they got an opportunity to, to, you know, to, they're figuring, like, as you said, they're figuring it out. They don't want to piss anyone off. uh, And they were all, they did admirably, I thought.
1: Yeah. I also wanted to to just mention that, you know, their, their staff was wearing masks, our bartender was wearing a mask. Yeah. uh, And I did notice that, you know, they're an older location with, that is, Oddly drafty, just in general, but they did have a number of windows open, and I saw some fans going. So this is an organ. This is a group. I, I, you know, for those of you, yeah, it's like one of those old
0: school cash only New York bars.
1: Yeah, and 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 I was really kind of proud of them that they're the kind of people who could be like, screw this, you know, like who cares, you know? But But they they were were incredibly attentive. Yeah. Yeah, they were taking it very seriously. They, you know, yeah, I mean, to 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 a really extreme level with windows open, fans going, um, their staff being well protected. So, you know, kudos to them for really for really kind of leading the way as an old school New York institution, saying that this is how we're going to do things in this city because we actually care about our people. Yes. Um, I also wanted to to mention uh, that there uh, is uh, I'm going to have to look this up, but there's a lovely Tennessee Williams quote. Um, about how there are only three cities in the world yes. San Francisco, <laughs> uh, New Orleans and New York. the rest of the world is Cleveland.
0: Yes. Or is there is the rest of the world or the rest of the United States oh, the, rest,
1: the rest of the United States I'm sorry the rest of yeah. the United States let's let's keep the world together. but the rest of the United States is Cleveland. Well I'm pleased to say that those three cities true to Tennessee Williams are the three cities that have enacted um, vaccine requirements to go into indoor spaces. So Very good you know we, we, we're in good company. At, at least according to are. Tennessee Wilders. But before we had our adventures, you, and I should mention, we both had uh, Bronx Summers while we were there.
0: Well, yes, we did. I had Bron- Bronx Summers, and then after you left, I had an Allegash White.
1: Oh, nice. And I'm Excellent. not going to
0: press the sound cue again, but I'm, I think that has some nutmeg in it.
1: Mm. It's possible. One never knows, do one. Um, but I think that's actually
0: had- part of the story where the quote comes from, but yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but you had a, you had an adventure in Red Hook, which is where you- Oh,
0: okay. Yes, we can talk yeah. about that. I uh, it, That will also get me into a- I was I was holding off and giving a lot of stuff about uh, about six point until I had that story. Yeah, on Sunday, I uh, my friend Mark uh, has a, had a piece. Now I can't. I wish I I don't remember the name of the gallery. I, uh, I I told him I need to take better notes. I know I say that every week, and I actually do, uh, but I still there's still always gaps. Uh, but uh, it was my first time, well, maybe my second time in Red Hook. Uh, I think there was one time, maybe a. 10 years or so ago where there was a, at that point there was only a free Ikea bus. <laughs> and I think I was, uh, my parents were coming into town and they had a car and I didn't. Uh, and I was still planning on going to the long Island uh, Ikea. Yeah. But I went, I basically used the red hook Ikea as a showroom. Fair. I, was, yeah. I needed some bookcases. <laughs> I took the free bus to Ikea and red hook. I think I'm almost positive. That's the only time I've ever been to red hook. So this mm. time, uh, I've really been having a great time enjoying the NYC Ferry. If you live in New York and you're paying $275 on the subway, which unless you're getting an unlimited card is what you're doing. You probably are. Because I don't leave the house as much as I used to in the last year and a half. I've been paying $275 on the subway. So anything else that will be that same price to get me someplace that is more aesthetically pleasing. I've been seeking out. So I've been, I've been doing the uh, in fact when we met at uh, blind tiger, what I'd done that day was I had, uh, I'd gotten on the, I, 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 well, that was a crazy one. Cause I, 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 mm-hmm. I took the ferry from Astoria to wall street, which is not anywhere close to blind tiger, just so it would have a lovely experience city biking along the water. Um mm-hmm. funny thing is when you don't have, have to be anywhere at a lot of things you and you allow the, the time, it's really nice to just to be able to, okay, how will I fill this time in a positive way? Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, But this one was actually very efficient as well. So to get to Red Hook, uh, if you do the NYC Ferry, it has free transfers if you use it within 90 minutes. Oh, nice. Did you know this?
1: I feel like I have I know you've been once, on it a few times, but yeah, but I, but it wasn't something I, I think I was fully conscious of just well, and so, uh, well, I, the one time to, I just got pushed on a boat and I was like, okay, we're going.
0: So, well, basically you pay two seventy five to get on there and you have a ticket right. that will get you on any boat for the next 90 minutes. Okay, and that's, right, that's right. still there on your phone if you choose to do mm-hmm. it that way. Uh, and so I went from Astoria to wall street and then I transferred to another boat that took me to Red Hook. Um, mm. And of course, once I realized I was going to this gallery in Red Hook, I'm like, OK, what breweries are there? Uh, mm, and we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, but I right. wound up for lunch uh, with the, along with the Belgian babe at uh, at Kegan Lantern. Oh, yeah. And, and it was a pretty short walk from the Red Hook stop. Uh, I mean, apparently you can actually I mentioned that you can the Ikea uh, bus still exists, but now they have an Ikea boat. That also leaves oh. from Wall Street, uh, oh, and is is it's it's funny they're they're both Red Hook, but they're different sections of Red Hook. Uh, but the one we, we took was perfect to walk to Keg and Lantern, and then to the, brewer, the to the to the gallery afterwards. Oh, and I, I know I showed you some pictures of my trip there. You've only been to the mm-hmm. one in Greenpoint, um, yeah. And they seem to have a similar uh, decor. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked it in the sense that it had this sort of destination brewery kind of thing Red. uh i mean there's still the focus is on the beer but they also have a really really great food menu uh we wound up getting these uh tater tot uh poutine thing but it was its own thing it was one of the things it was like it was it was that tactically but it was it's definitely its own spin on it there was barely any gravy but that was fine it mm-hmm. was all head all and then we also got a cob salad uh without eggs oh but I don't, I don't like eggs, uh, so I'm like at first like, uh, can we get the eggs? Oh, oh, no eggs. Great. It was like a spinach salad with blue cheese and bacon and uh, nice. it was nice. like sliced Granny Smith apples or something. It was really, it was really, really good. Uh, and uh, and then after we went to the gallery, we went to Six Point. Ah, and, and what I love, you, you've never been there, have you?
1: I've never been there. No. It's amazing
0: to me how. You see them in almost every supermarket and beer store. Right. Uh, and I, I, do you remember when they they formed their alliance with Southern Tier and Victory?
1: Oh gosh, no. I mean, I remember when I I remember it happening, but I couldn't pinpoint a date.
0: Well, you remember yeah. more than I do because I only remember Huck talking about it on the show. But <laughs> uh, but uh, their their place is relatively modest, and I don't mm. know if that means they're doing some of their brewing in the other facilities. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's one of these things and I don't want to, I want to make sure I'm not saying this in a way that sounds like I'm saying anything bad about it. It is just, it's, there's, I'm sure they did have some thought that went into this, but also it just feels kind of slapdash in a really good way. It's, uh, it's, it's the one thing I would tell you is the, uh, the street address is not the entrance. I don't remember what, but it's basically like you pass where you think the street is and you take a left and there's the entrance and it's a beer garden. And actually a beer garden is only open on Saturdays and Sundays.
1: Oh, nice. And is, is it indoors or outdoors?
0: It's outdoors. That's why it's a beer garden. Yeah. I I know that people have expanded the, 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 what, what a beer garden is, is, but yes, it is in the most, I mean, some people might not even say it's a real beer garden because I don't know how much greenery there is there, but it's like, it's this great place where these like temporary tables and some wonderful murals and this mm-hmm. bar that looks kind of temporary with like five drafts on it, uh, and uh, and just 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 a uh, w- just really nice and relaxing and and, and uh, very friendly people there. Um, that's where I got the Kakito Cowboy. It was it was crazy the stuff they had there in their little outdoor refrigerator there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, if if I if I'd been there in a car, I probably would have gotten. Four four packs, but I only, oh, wow. only had a backpack, so I had put in the Coquito Cowboy and another one, which uh, his name escapes me right now. Uh, yeah. But it was a really, really. I, I I look forward to going back there again. Yeah, uh, well, maybe and we can do that, can that together.
1: A, I was gonna say, yeah, if you could take a boat down there, it's it's. I remember Red Hook as it was sort of developing. Uh, you know, there's a, a very good barbecue place down there. There's a crab shack. There's a, a grocery store and some arts venues, but there wasn't a ton. Um, there just wasn't a ton to. To, to do and drink down there. And it felt like a good like drinking destination. Yeah. Um. So I'm glad that the breweries have decided to move in. And I know that our friends at Strong Rope are there as well. So there's a bunch. There's a bunch.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't see them on the map. I uh, I mean, I, obviously I'd been to the one we went to in Gowanus a couple of weeks ago. Right. And that, but I'm I actually glad I was, I was, I don't know if I would have had time to fit more than two breweries along with the gallery trip and getting back and all of that and being a Sunday afternoon. Um, right. So I think I made the right choice, but I look forward to going back to visit all of them. Um, the other interesting thing, going back to the JG Mellon, the reason I was at JG Mellon after I was meeting you is we were trying having these burgers, and I, uh, I, I I ran into someone I'd, I'd known from a while ago uh, who is also doing a, a podcast right now, um, oh. and it's called the Flop of the Heap. <laughs> uh, this is uh, I I don't know the I don't know her co host name, but Marla Alpert is her name. Uh, and, uh, it's basically, they, they take Broadway musicals that flopped, uh, from a respecting the artist's point of view. It's not just being Mm -hmm. snarky. It's really very respectful, but also talking about how, and also uh, there's a great, there's, they have a wonderful, uh, um, disclaimer at the beginning talking about how that failures aren't calling the people failures about how did failure, we have to like work through our failures to get to success. It's really a wonderful show, but they start every show talking about their various, uh, you know, what they're drinking. And I could tell listening to, well, not all the craziest thing is that the first one that Marla mentioned that she was drinking was a beer I had had the day before at six point. Oh, look at that. It is the, uh, do you know, this one It's called uh, like the 75 jammer, something um
1: it's a sour it's a goza it's a goza it's yep, a goza, I had. I had it uh, yep. mm-hmm.
0: and it's got like juniper berries and mm-hmm. and i'm gonna look this up because i uh it's, it's driving me crazy because i know i untapped it and uh <laughs> anyway but yeah but it was just funny first of all they talked about that and and talked about the abv and then they started a whole conversation about what's the highest abv beer you've had it like so the first five minutes of flop of the heap is is it sounded like a beer Vengers episode to me, but then they got onto this okay, well. really deep dive of a uh, very well-researched uh, thing. So I would recommend you check out flop of the heap. It's a, it's a good show. All right. Um, and, but yeah, so that, that's, uh, I think that's the end of my, uh, my red hook story. Now you took a trip uh, recently as well out to uh, long
1: Island. Yes. So I was doing some work with a, um, an organization that I've had a, Nice long relationship with actually and uh, it's an event based group so oftentimes I get to travel with them, um, which has been great because in many of the times that I've traveled I've had the opportunity to check out breweries and bars along the way Um, with the, you know, environment of the world, uh, there have been fewer in person events happening recently but this one just happened to be uh one where the the organizer I will say I, you know I don't want to I don't want to name anybody on this podcast cuz I want to make sure everyone's maintains privacy but the organizers both that I was working with and who were running the event were A plus people were being covid tested at the door it was a really wonderfully well done event people were continuing to wear masks um I thought that they For for, for running like an in-person gathering in the middle of a pandemic, I felt that they did a great job. And, you know, it's been a little while since then. There have been no negative repercussions from that uh, around COVID. So really, really well done. There are ways to to bring people together that are safe uh, today. But um, because I was headed out to Long Island... Uh, I figured it was time to go and swing by a couple uh, breweries while I was out there. So I hung out at a place called Old Japan, which is close to Bayville. Um, and it was quite nice. Um, I had a beer on the sidewalk there. Um, but the one that I brought beers back from was um, Oyster Bay Brewing Company. Now, I don't know if you've ever been out there or or had anything from Oyster Bay.
0: I definitely have heard that name before. We may have even had them on the show. I can't I can't
1: We may have I, had I, Oyster I, Bay. I'll
0: have to look at our extensive uh spreadsheet. But I yeah. feel like I feel like Oyster Bay has been featured on here at some point but I uh if not, we should correct that soon.
1: Well, I mean, I've got a couple here. So I, I, I swung by Oyster Bay to, to try and grab dinner because I was out there. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the, the organization gave me a car. So I was ready to, like, bounce around a little bit. And uh, Oyster Bay is beautiful. It is very shishy and fancy. It is right on the North Shore. So it's, like, beautiful and gorgeous and whatever. Um, And all the restaurants were a little bit too uh pricey for my taste. Let's put it that way. Okay. So what I what I decided to do was find a quick service place. uh, And also uh, while I was there to support the local economy swing by Oyster Bay Brewing Company. And so I picked up a couple beers from them to go. um, And I grabbed uh, both their IPA as well as a really lovely Amber. Okay. um, Ale that they have. It's a session Amber uh, from Oyster Bay. It's a really lovely Amber. Uh, It's known as their barn rocker and it's meant to be drunk. uh, When you're going to an Islanders hockey game. Which of course okay. is not something it's in that's Brooklyn, even within... right?
0: It happens in Brooklyn, I, isn't it?
1: I believe so, but you know the island. Don't they is, at
0: the Barclays well, Center.
1: I think they are. So, okay, yeah. Know, it's yeah. So it's like it's a little crossover here, but um, but uh, you know, I grabbed the IPA because that's what I do. But uh, the amber was really quite delicious. It's only Excellent. about a four point six, so it's a yeah. really like sessionable beer. But it's packed with flavor. It's got that good caramel element to it. It's just really quite lovely. Um. So I so I, I'm a huge fan. Um, I, I have a uh, wh- the the when we met up on Monday, the place I was going to beforehand does a bag check. And it's not the kind of place I could show up with beer in my bag to ah. put it that way.
0: Good thing you uh, you met me afterwards since I, you met exactly. me so I could give you some beer
1: exactly Um, but I will uh, I'm excited I've got an extra can a couple cans so I'm excited to pass one off to you for you to enjoy it again it's not quite as hard hitting as your usual ones but I was surprised at how full flavored it was for a sessionable ale
0: I can Um, always appreciate that art
1: Yeah, yeah um, so, um, so yeah, high fives to Oyster Bay Brewing Company. I, uh, and, uh, you know, I've been joining the hazy lady on her podcast this month. I am. Her
0: yeah. Her. I listened to the yep. first episode of that. I know there's two yeah. of them, so I need to get caught up, but, uh, yeah.
1: Yes. There's a couple more. We had, we're, we're enjoying uh, beers from Lexington, Kentucky. Um, and, uh, they're, they're, they've been delightful, but, uh, we always check in again about how our week was. And I mentioned that I had been out, you know, uh, on Long Island. Sure. And uh, also the podcast is called the Brew's Less Traveled Podcast, just in case you haven't been keeping up. Yes, the Brew's podcast.
0: Less Traveled Podcast uh, yes. from, it's funny. It's Brewvana is the name of the company, It is right?
1: Brewvana, yes. They, there are four. I, I, I have
0: names. to keep reminding, well, I know there are four different names, but I think, uh, I think when we had the hazy lady on the show, I said Beervana once or twice, which is, yes, I don't know if that's even no. a thing.
1: <laughs> probably honestly it should be yeah uh, we can make it a thing um, yes but uh but yes but uh so the hazy lady um and we did have a hazy ipa this week which was super fun very good so we were talking about the the joys of that one but um i did get a couple recommendations of some long island breweries from uh, an attendee there uh, Barrier, um, which is in Oceanside, um, Smallcraft from Amityville, and of course our dear friends at Great South Bay. Um, so uh, those were a couple that that one of the the viewers and listeners, along with that one, was recommending. Uh, so I'm my, one of my goals this week is to try a couple of those guys. I, I, I know we've had things from Great South Bay. I don't know if you've had anything from Barrier or from Smallcraft.
0: Well, I've had a lot from Barrier. I mean, sure. Right. Barriers, barriers been, uh, I mean, I f- I feel like they're, they've been around in this area going all the way back to our early days at Pony. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the only one I remember right off the bat was I think back when we had Rick White on the show, I had, uh, that barrier, um, Oh, I don't remember what it, the name of it was, but it was some incredible, uh, stout, uh, Morticia, something or other. Does that ring a bell?
1: Mm-hmm. I- I'll be honest, uh, usually these, these, I mean, yeah, we've had, like, me we've, and, had, yeah. we've had like,
0: we've had, we've had before, if we, if we keep this thing going, we'll have 200 uh, different breweries featured here. And we probably Ooh. had well over that many uh, beers on this show. So yeah, so it's i uh, will I'll, uh, we'll look at them in that archive and you can look at that archive at uh, the Um mm-hmm. But yeah, barrier is great. The, tell me the, what was the other one? The are you talking, barrier and Small- Oyster Bay.
1: So barrier is in Oceanside. Uh, Great yes. South Bay, of course, is in Bay, uh, Bay Shore, which you know we we you and I have had fun nights drinking Great South Bay beers. Um, Absolutely, yeah.
0: We, we were yeah. just talking uh, about but, them earlier about how the, they've been. They're the ones who are brewing the uh, the, the the Brazilian ladies. What, what what are they called? Yes. Oh, Japaservicio. Yeah, sir, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: yep, and uh, and they also do their amazing blood oranges. And yeah, things, you know, yeah, there's all sorts of good stuff out of them. But um, small craft was the one that I was small a little bit new craft. to me from Amityville. Okay. Um, and so that is an investigation for me. I'm going to head over to um, the beer barrel, which is, you know, one of my local bottle shops around here and see what they've got for me on that one. But it's okay. one that was intriguing to me. Um, and, you know, again, the, 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 the world of beer venging is wide and uh, we're always looking for recommendations. So it was appreciative. I was appreciative to have that one on there. But um, one of the things that I often, you know, I think of, I, for some reason, I think of Long Island, probably because of, you know, the North Fork and the Hamptons and all that is like wine country. You know, yeah. Long Island wines is a thing. For 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 whether they are good or bad, uh, they are a thing. And it was a great reminder to me to be out there and to just be sitting in in my hotel room, being like, okay, I'm going to go check out a brewery while I'm out here, just to just see the entire map of Long Island pop up with you know brewery locations. Uh, it's lovely to see that, in the same way that Gotham has had an explosion, Long Island continues to have that explosion. I will say. When I walked in to get my beer, of course, Long Island is experiencing a similar kind of, you know, uh, explosion of COVID as we are, Um, but, uh, and so I was wearing a mask in indoor locations over there because also the, the policy of the group that I was working with was that in indoor locations, when we're representing them, we we wear masks, which sure. I fully understand. Um, but I was truly the only person in that location with a mask on. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that was a uh, you know it was it was interesting to see that even within about an hour drive of where I live, where you know I walk into my local grocery store and everyone is masked. Um, to see that there is that kind of culture shift.
0: I'm I'm still lost on that. Sometimes uh, I, I've been in places where there's a very specific sign saying. That if you are uh, vaccinated, masks are optional. So I take that option to not have it. And then I see enough people who are wearing them like, do these people think I'm an asshole? I don't know. Yeah. Want to circle back to your barrier question. I have at least... I found about 20 different barrier beers that I've had. <laughs> uh, right. And those are only well, the ones up. that I've logged and untapped. I'm sure I've had others. The one I did have was called Morticia. It's a Russian Imperial stout. And they do like a different version every time they brew it. I don't, I, I don't, I didn't log the one we had here, but uh, mm-hmm. go back to our episode of the brick White If you want to hear a, a, a full uh, description of what that beer is. Um, you know, it's, uh, I, I also, is it's, it's interesting. You're talking about the various, uh, Um, the rules that are coming up, as well as the rules we're having, you know, specifically in New York city because Gotham, as you prefer to say, (laughs) Uh, because I I read an interesting article a couple of days ago uh, in, in brew York, Uh, brew York. uh, I think if you look them up, it's called brew York, New York or something like that. Uh, And and this is someone I, I, I started latching onto his, his stuff years ago because when I was looking just for, events, tap takeovers, that kind of thing. Uh, But he has a really thoughtful article that just came out about um, the new rules in New York and how places have been. Um, Now, obviously, what he's writing about is anecdotal. uh, But what I found most interesting about it was the people he interviewed uh, at both Fifth Hammer and uh, Alphabet City Beer Company uh, in, uh, I think it's like Avenue C and 7th Street? Somewhere, Mm -hmm. and if you if you go there, you'll be close. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) within a block or two, anyway. You can stumble Uh, over. Yeah, or you know, if you're listening to this, you probably know how to use Google. Um, but uh, but what was interesting with both of them, and because you might remember back in May, right before, uh, shortly after I got vaccinated, um, Mm -hmm. I was uh, I went to that I went I went to Fifth Hammer. And they were already being very vigilant about checking for vaccines and you can't go inside unless you've had been vaccinated. And it was interesting reading them being quoted in the article. And they were both saying essentially that we would have been doing this anyway, Hmm. but it's very helpful that it's now the rule because no one can blame them. I mean, some assholes probably still will because not a lot of people know the beer Avengers golden rule. Uh, but, But, uh, I, I, it's, it really is, I, I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest reasons why it's good that it is, this is the law in New York city now,
1: right. because
0: it's not, a, even if, if people are trying to do the right thing, if people aren't being officially told to do the right thing, they will always find someone to blame. And, uh, exactly. and so that, because of that, uh, on Tuesday, because I was, uh, I was starting to run low on coffee. I, I took a, a, I took the train down to Puerto Rico to get a few more pounds of coffee. And I went down to visit mm-hmm. the Alphabet city. Uh, oh, nice. And I, uh, and uh, I, again, this is another situation where I just showed my ID right away. I'm like, do you need to see my thing? Here it is. It's great. They, uh, and, uh, and I had a dogfish head 120 from Ooh, 2018.
1: Boy. Magic.
0: Yeah, this is like it's like a $10, eight ounce pour worth it. But it's hilarious to me that all the Dogfish Head numbered beers are called IPAs because there's no question in my mind that whatever it whatever you go through to get to the 120, it's a, it is a barley wine.
1: Probably, yeah. I, will,
0: I mean, from a taste profile, it's yes. completely a barley wine. Um, Had that one and it was uh, very good. And I, I talked to the bartender there. It was, it was really nice to hear from them. I mean, it was, it was disheartening when I visited Fifth Hammer a few months ago, and they said that, like, they're still dealing with a lot of dicks there. Um, Alphabet City, on the other hand, said, like, no, everyone's been pretty cool. All right. Like, they that's have funny. an audience, and they're everyone's like, oh, this is what we need? That's cool. That's great. And, uh, and more people need to be like that
1: exactly fewer dicks more barley wines more uh, d- d- double ipa 120 ipas slash barley wines
0: yeah the other one i had was a short throw uh it was called woke up dead oh all right uh, i was in a you know imperial stout what was funny about it was like i was sure i'd had it before so i went to untap to look and sure enough i'd had a entirely different beer with an incredibly similar name
1: of course
0: uh, actually, not a, one letter, one single vowel was oh, different. Oh wow! Can you get? Can you guess what the other beer was called?
1: Say the name again.
0: Woke up dead.
1: I imagine you replaced an O for an A in the. That's word.
0: correct. There was a yeah. there was a very nicely done. There was a left hand uh, Imperial Stout called a Wake Up Dead. Yeah. But this one go. from Short Throw in Connecticut was Woke Up Dead, and it was very good. Uh, it was, uh, I had a lovely time with it. Um, all right. So I, I, I uh, I, I know we, we dealt with some various, uh, huck sort of things already. Um, mm-hmm. one thing I wanted to talk about, I, uh, I know when you were, when you, you when you mentioned last week about, uh, Tim Drake, uh, yes. and the, and the NPR story, uh, only would only refer to him as queer. Uh, yes. I know queer is a larger umbrella. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and and according to a lot of other news stories, they're labeling him bisexual, which,
1: which is, uh, but the
0: funny funny thing about that one is that you sort of set me on a little bit of a rabbit hole, like how many Robins have there been? How many different things are there? And I started watching Titans, uh, on, well, it's now on HBO. Apparently this is how disconnected. It's funny that we have a, we have a superhero named, superhero named podcast, but I don't I'm not really connected to that in a fan sort of way. So I have all sorts of blind spots. Apparently there was a point where DC had their own streaming service. And then when HBO max launched, they sort of swallowed it up because I don't know if it was doing that well or whatever. But so now first two seasons were on that and they're available in HBO max. And the new seasons are going to to HBO max, but it's called Titans. It has like all the, it's got like at least two robins. Maybe there's going to be three. There's a Wonder Girl, and I've watched the first three episodes of it, and it's uh, it's honestly better than I expected. It, I would say is a, it's at the very least as good, if not better, than some of the Marvel shows on Netflix. So, oh wow,
1: oh, really? yeah,
0: I think I probably don't watch some more of it. It's it's good. I, I I've always felt that the superhero things were worked better for episodic television than for movies.
1: Agreed. Well, that's why I think the movies have become more or less episodic. So it's just like it's a. You know,
0: Well, they have, but yeah. oh, this is yeah. I don't. I, I'm not going to go into. Well, it's good that we're, we're we're our our numbers are on the decline because we won't we won't attract the <laughs> the radar of of the of the fanatics out there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I I you're right. They are episodic. However, the movies are within themselves. Every movie has to adhere to a formula. Well, whereas mm-hmm. whereas long form storytelling works better in episodic television. And it's actually, arguably, and I'm arguing in favor of it, more like a comic book. Yeah, if you if you have sure. 10 episodes of something, you don't have to hit all the same things. You, you, you couldn't have an entire Marvel movie without at least three epic battles. Right, exactly. It's very easy to have three episodes of a 10-episode TV series where none of those episodes have one of those epic battles. You're going to have them, but they're going to happen a little more organically story-wise in the best versions of them. And, uh, again, I've only seen three episodes. Maybe later on, it gets, It sucks, but I, uh, I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Uh, <laughs> not good. I, I also saw Steve Martin in an interview last week on Bill Maher. Uh, it was interesting where he, he completely encapsulated how I feel about podcasts. And I just thought oh, like, oh, I'm not the only one. I feel seen. He was talking about how, uh, Podcasts are the perfect thing to do when you have two things at a time to do. Meaning that if you are in my situation before the pandemic started, if I'm on the train, if I'm at the gym, et cetera, uh, and, and, and when I'm at home doing nothing, it's very difficult to listen to a podcast.
1: I understand. Yes, I agree. I Which like, is, I, even
0: though like in the last year we've launched this thing, I actually listen to podcasts less than I used to. So I thought that was a really interesting yeah. way of putting it.
1: Well, now that I'm commuting a little bit more in the world, I've certainly picked up my own podcast listening. And hopefully Excellent. if you're listening along, you're doing something else too, potentially yes. drinking a beer. Who knows?
0: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that, You're right. That is, I don't, I don't know if that, is, that will sustain one for an entire episode, but you can at least, right. you know, may, maybe like, yeah. You can get started. Absolutely. Um, well, I, uh, I I should say uh, I, I know we've had a like I said we've had some sort of sporadic uh, episodes lately. Next week mm-hmm. we are taking next week off because I'm going mm-hmm. out of town to go to Ooh. Ohio uh, okay. to experience the in-person real-life Golden Mile. We are going to follow oh. all the rules they have there. Uh, when we go from place to place, we are going to you know do indoor masking. Uh, where it's required, we're going to do all of that. Uh, but it is on. Um, I have some bad news for you, though, beer uh Oh. On the current tentative list, Blind Bob's isn't there. <gasps> we'll walk Horror. past it at some point. Well, you know, we got to spread the love around. Uh, I know. And, I know. And, well, just, and,
1: just, just, just send me a picture so that I know it's still okay.
0: <laughs> I, I would. I would. I will absolutely do that. That consider Thank that you. a promise. Okay. I think I think by the time we pass through that neighborhood, I'll only be about five beers in. So uh for those of you who uh haven't listened to our previous episodes, what's wrong with you? I mean, no, I'm sorry. That that didn't sound <laughs> judgmental. Uh if we haven't listened to episodes, you you have a lot to experience uh because we talked about the Dayton Golden Mile based on the movie The World's End, uh, hosted in part by fellow beer venger, the incredulous bulk, aka Bruce Biernard um Love it, and in preview of that, our our show is starting to wind to a close. But I want to share a Dayton beer. I know we haven't had to, a two poor show for any of us in a while, but I just wanted to do this to give you a little taste of what we have coming up. So this is the um R Shea Brewing Company. It's called Twitchy. It's an imperial stout aged in molten chocolate lava beans.
1: Ooh, beautiful! Oh, are. and look at that can art, yeah, gorgeous! It's
0: really great. Um, yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to drink the whole thing over this thing, but we, but I will uh, just had to give you a little. Here we are.
1: Lovely, good crack, always good. Pour it in. Good, good dark color. This is a captain beer through oh, yeah. and through. But it's got a lovely head as well. It's just a huge head, like massive, yeah. gigantic. Beautiful. Oh, that's a classic. Well, I'm sure you'll get plenty more of that, and I will be very excited to hear about you and Bulk's um uh or the doctor, I should say. Uh well
0: actually both of those are correct.
1: Exactly. As long as you don't call uh,
0: don't, him uh Jimmy, his real name. Yeah, I, it's not his real name. We don't know. It's not uh, his real name. We can't yeah. we can't
1: say that, but uh, but real yes, name. but you know, I feel like the bulk could be offensive. The doctor seems more esteemed, but either way, I don't think I don't like think
0: he's ever by offended been offended by us calling him Bulk. I mean he I don't think so. Yeah, he's he's been on the we yeah. have hey, so tell me bulk, uh or, or IB or 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 just doctor,
1: yeah. I've
0: called him doctor. doctor. Yeah. I think
1: doctor's good, but I will yeah. be excited to hear your adventures. Uh, when we come back for our probably one of our last episodes of of the summer proper, yeah.
0: It will be. It will be. I. I, I if all goes as planned, uh, we will be bringing that to you on Labor Day.
1: Whoa, crazy.
0: Mm.
1: Well, I know you. The coffee is
0: strong in this one.
1: <laughs> the coffee is strong with you. I can tell. Yes, yes.
0: I don't know what the uh, ABV. Oh, it's a. Oh, okay. This is so. I following. I'm going a little easier on this one. Following a 15 with a nine.
1: Oh well, you're downshifting yeah. a little bit. Downshifting. What you're supposed to do, but I believe in you.
0: Yes. So. Is it? Is not yeah. what you're supposed to do? I thought. Uh, you Oh, you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean if you're driving a car, you're not supposed to downshift. Yes, so I guess the analogy just doesn't because I think it actually no, is it with beer with beer. Sometimes it is a good idea to downshift a little yes. bit.
1: Liquor before beer in the clear, so we want to keep going down in our ABVs. But
0: and that so we can go up again later. It's all. Exactly. It's all. It's all. Uh, it's all. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm running out of analogies. So I guess uh, it's a, it's we a, just.
1: It's a beautiful circle of life. But you know, once we hit that, it usually means we're. We're calling it the end of our adventures today. I think
0: we yeah. are. Uh thank you, yeah. Thanks everyone so much for listening. Uh if you have any ideas, thoughts, ruminations, um uh please no death threats. Uh unless you're joking. Yeah, we, joking. we don't have those. And even if you're joking, we haven't had any yet. Uh I, yet. I, I yeah. Did I
1: it's okay.
0: <sighs> anyway, uh you uh you can email us at the at gmail dot com. You can see us on the socials at, at the beer uh, That's on Instagram. It's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. Um, and if there's anywhere else you'd like to contact us, we'll we'll do our best to find you there. Um, and thank you so much for listening. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. Hope you're having fun listening to us. Um, any final thoughts, Beer Wonder?
1: Um, don't be a dick.
0: Exactly, I uh Man, I hope this is just. I, I don't. I. I. I don't know the thread of this episode, so I don't know what the title is going to be. And this is going to be a, a "Don't Be a Dick" part two. I don't think it is, but I. I, I have a feeling I'm going to listen to it, and some quote will jump out. I don't know. If you have any ideas, let me know later. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, Huck's going to play us out now.
1: With the beer, beer, beer. The Avengers beer 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 Avengers
0: beer 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 Avengers We are the Avengers